Welcome to Campbell Uniting Church for this celebration of Pentecost. We're reflecting today on John chapter 7, some verses from 37 to 39, and Acts chapter 2, the beginning of the chapter. Jesus at the festival says to the crowds, everyone who is thirsty, come to me. And the story in Acts chapter 2 is written with high drama. When the day of Pentecost had come, they were all together in one place. And suddenly from heaven, there came a sound like the rush of a violent wind. If it were happening today, the rush to where they were all gathered might be of the police coming to enforce the social distancing. Our context for hearing this today is a sad one. We can't all be together in one place. The divided tongues would today see us more divided, more fearful like the disciples were before this event. The messaging in different languages we can relate to, seeing something of the horrible effects of mixed messaging in dividing communities in some other countries just now. We see how critical it is to get a clear message across. I think probably most of us have had the experience of being misunderstood. I count myself lucky to have had the experience of public speaking in a non-English speaking country. It was South Korea, and I was a guest preacher for a church anniversary. Through my translator, I apologised that I had almost no Korean at all. And then, through the translator, I asked them how many of them had much English. Well, that turned out to be most of them. I pointed out then that we had something in common here. And after the translation, there were a few giggles around the room. We had a two-way language barrier. But with some patience and with the translator's help, we could make a connection. Not the same as the one that described in the Pentecost story, but still remarkable. There are clear situations of not understanding. Have you wrestled with a phrase book in a foreign land trying to get directions or a cup of tea or a ticket to somewhere? Or have you had someone with little English gesticulating to you about a particular problem and not being able to comprehend even a little bit? Well, not understanding is quite common. But don't we also find that sometimes we are speaking or have a point of view that does not seem to be getting through even when we share the same language? Dad is driving son to a football game. Mum has given the boy an apple to eat on the way. He begins to munch slowly and worked his way round 
until he got to the middle, but by the time he gets back to the first bite, the apple is going brown. Why does the apple go brown? He asks his dad, who worked as a chemical engineer. Ah, said dad, as, he driving, as he's driving along. Well, it's because the molecules of oxygen in the air combine with the sugars in the fruit as the cell walls are broken down, and this is oxidization changing its color. Well, dad had parked the car, and son looks down at his fruit again to take another bite and asks, why did the apple go brown? Very brown by now. Dad looks surprised. I just explained that. Oh, I didn't think you were talking to me, Dad, he said. Same language, no communication. It happens among adults too. Language is one thing, understanding is another. In 1951, the linguist Richard Pittman produced a list of the languages in this world. His ethnologue, as he called it, identified 46 languages. Today's 15th edition documents 7,299 known languages. Throughout history, people have subjugated one another because of language. In the Old Testament, the army of Gilead are said to have slaughtered 42,000 Ephraimites when the latter were exposed as the enemy because they incorrectly pronounced the word shibboleth as sibboleth. Read about it in Judges 12. And the story of the Tower of Babel in Genesis is a similar story of our human experience. It's a story to explain how something we know about came to be. Why is it that we can't understand each other? God must have some reason for this confusion. Well, the Pentecost story of the first church is framed as the undoing of the Babel confusion. In the same way, after God's act of saving all the people through Jesus at Easter, God confirms his presence with all flesh in the sending of the Holy Spirit. But the critical question is, what do we understand that to mean? Often, talk about the Holy Spirit latches on to the unusual and the flamboyant. People often limit the Spirit to special experiences like a rapturous insight or inexplicable healing or speaking in tongues. But by doing this, it misses the importance of the normal, loving, bridge-building activity of the Holy Spirit. Those who only connect with the Spirit, with the spectacular, are missing much of the point. The majority of the Spirit's work is done quietly. The Spirit is our counsellor, our helper, our enabler. The Spirit is that holy friend who unobtrusively works in us and through us day by day among the many basic activities of life. The text is telling us that we know God's spirit by the effect that it has. 
And this is what the story in Acts chapter 2 is so fired up about. The first effect of the Spirit in the story is that the disciples begin to speak in dialects which people from other parts could understand. The Spirit's role is to help us, friend, counsellor, enabler. And it's to open up communication, to intercede, to break down barriers. God's authentic Spirit is that which opens up new connections like in Acts chapter 2, between people who ordinarily wouldn't understand each other. God's Spirit breaks down the walls that divide people and it overcomes alienation. The Spirit opens the way. God's authentic Spirit is that that opens up these new connections. The effect of the Spirit that we celebrate at Pentecost is to empower us to be a community of God's people. The witness of Christian unity is the authentic witness of the Holy Spirit. And that's why the Uniting Church is so deeply committed to it. We're a Pentecost people, a people who are fired up with more than just enthusiasm. The Holy Spirit that we celebrate today is the Spirit of Jesus who gave himself in love for us. The Spirit who makes us into a community of faith. This spirit is the same that is available and present to all and invites us to be under its influence to come. May God give us the grace to be open and to receive as we are given and be fired up to go and do as we are led. May God's grace, the Holy Spirit, God's encourager, be with each of us until we can meet again. Amen.